Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. The Jamoti Podcast is powered by Sideline Interactive. Sideline Interactive is the leading manufacturer for high-quality, innovative scoring tables and LED video display boards that help coaches and schools bring more excitement to fans, create huge fundraising opportunities, and make their jobs easier. Visit sidelineinteractive.com to check out their amazing products. I think so often uh, coaches have a favorite style that, and it's. I had a coach on that said, if if you don't, if you're not comfortable teaching the style that's best for your team, then you better get comfortable. You better learn it. But even though we're learning different styles of plays and we watch, you know, the national champion do something, we look into it a little bit. We all, I think, have that style of play that we gravitate towards. So when you were actively, you know, coaching, what was your favorite style of play to teach? You know, I I think it was easy for us, uh, for me, especially, you know, I grew up in a, a program where it was motion offense uh, tried to instill that uh, when I was a younger coach, uh, you know, through all the contacts I had. But, you know, the bottom line is we have to adapt whatever we're doing to the talent level that we have. You know, we're not we're not recruiting kids. We don't we're not trying to get that six, four, two man, that six, seven swing man that we can do this, that and whatever with. So we're just basically trying to adapt, you know, our our kids to whatever system is going to benefit them. So. I've always been a proponent of, you know, we're going to, we're going to teach fundamentals. We're going to do skill work, but we're going to teach you how to play absolutely harder than anybody else. Hmm. That's where we had the buy-in, you know, for kids with kids. Uh, I got that little nugget from uh, Danny Nix at Burke Burnett, uh, the current new coach, head coach there, James Mosley, you know, I went to high school together. And their motto has always been MPH, which means nobody plays harder. If you can instill that in your kids through every drill, through every practice, through every game, regardless if you win or lose, because you're going to play teams that are better than you, you're going to play teams that are bigger, faster, stronger, whatever. But if you instill that mindset, nobody is going to play harder than we do. We're going to get every loose ball. We're going to take charges. We're going to dive on the floor. Uh, we're going to help our you know teammates up when they get knocked down. We're going to run to win, you know, just every possession matters. You're going to grind it. Uh, and then when you do have talent, you know, you can, uh, you can incorporate the little things that you're really good at. You know, when I went to San Angelo central, we were freakishly athletic, uh, really couldn't uh, remember what to do as far as emotion offense is concerned. So we put in a lot of sets and we pressured the ball mm-hmm. and we went up and down the floor we won a lot of games, you know? Uh, and then at the tail end of my time at San Angelo central, we went from really athletic, big guards to smaller guards that were smart to huge posts. So we had to change our, our game plan in, in a respect. So we went more of a matchup two, one, two zone. Uh, you know, if you want to drive it inside, go right ahead. You're going right at our six eleven kid. He's going to block it out of the gym. You know what I'm saying? but we went more methodical on offense, more isolation stuff, uh, you know, and then when I went to Flower Bluff, very blessed with some really hardworking kids and kind of played a mixture of 
both styles, uh, did a little bit more of a spread action on offense hmm. with some screening and uh, just went more man-to-man that we've been more accustomed to throughout my career and just got into you and made you not really like playing offense against us. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. you know, that's the to me, that's the fun part about teaching. You know, you know I think young coaches, if anything, uh, you've really got to be present and purposeful in practice because hmm. that's where you make the most growth. You can't just be there, all right, we're going to do this for 15, 20 minutes, and then we're going to, you know, do this, and then let's, let's get ready for the game. Practices have to be your lab. You know that as well as I do. And yes, you've got to be intentional about what you're doing and be, you know, mindful of progressions, schemes, opponents, you name it. Analytics is a big thing now. Uh, you know, and just the whole the whole nine yards during practice so you can get your kids prepared. You know, I had a young assistant coach, and I was the same way, you know, during the game. Hey, coach, why don't we do this? Well, have we worked on it in practice? Yeah, let's not experiment right now. Oh, did I freeze? Yeah, if we haven't practiced it, we're not going to be able to do it in yeah. the game, yeah. you know? But if it's something we need to work on in practice to make us better, shoot, yeah. Yeah. You know? One thing that I love the uh, no, NPH, nobody plays harder. But I think some some coaches, I don't care what your your acronym is or your belief system is, if you're only mentioning that in your pregame speech or during the game when the effort is drooping, you don't you're not going to have that culture. It has Correct. to be something like you alluded to. It has to be something that's in practice that you guys believe in, that they're being reminded that the standards are being held when they're not doing it there, because that's the only way you have a chance to do it when it really matters. Right. You know, we've got a, I'm fortunate. We have a, an, an elite swim coach on our staff. Uh, coach Waldman has been here in Andrews for 34 years and he's competed, you know, against five, a and six, a schools for the vast majority of that time. Hmm. This is the very first year, 2022, 23, that 4A swim is by themselves, you know, but he has grinded for years and been very, very good district championships been, you know, first, second or third in the region hasn't won a state title, but he is gung ho because now we're by ourselves in four a, which is still very, very competitive, but you know, he doesn't talk about state championships. Yeah. He doesn't talk about regional championships. He talks about, we are getting our swimmers better every single day. We are competing against ourselves from yesterday. We want to be better tomorrow than we were today. And I think that's just a, you know, something that just keeps you grounded. You know, it's not about looking ahead. It's about the process yeah. you're focused on right here, right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the burn your goals philosophy by Joshua Medcalf. Like if you're all, if you have that audacious goal on the board of winning state, but you don't have the plan of what it takes to actually get there. And you're not taking about taking care of those days. All of a sudden you get close and that horrible feeling you realize is I'm not prepared. I'm not Correct. ready. I've, I've right. wasted time. And that's what we don't want as coaches. Yeah. You know, like, you know, there's basketball coaches all across the state counting down the days, of the first game or the first practice. Well, what are you doing right now? You know, what is your plan today yes. to prepare you for tomorrow? to prepare you for two weeks from now for that first scrimmage for that first game. You know what I'm saying? That's where we have to be mindful. That's where we have to be purposeful and intentional. 
And and maybe a checklist for coaches is if you ever felt like we're in the in second period athletics or whatever your athletic period is leading up to the season, if you ever feel like, you know, hey, we we can take a day. We can, we can, we we don't need to be out there today. We if you ever have that feeling, I think then the question is, well, why not? Like, why can you do that? Like, is the plan yeah. that you have and what you're doing every day, it should be so important that fellows, guys, today is the most important day. Why? Because it's the next one. And if that's Mm -hmm. the philosophy, then I think your players feed off of that. And then you start to, it's that Alan Stein, you start to brick by brick, you, you start to place good days on top. And then all of a sudden, man, we've grown in the last two or three weeks. But I think some coaches like, you know, yeah, we can't wait to get there. We're going to start when we get there. When season starts, everything. What about today? That's a great reminder, coach. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast Share it with your fellow coaches and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.